Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Thanks for listening to The Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up? Welcome in. This is the herd, wherever you may be in However you may be making this part of your day, thanks so much. I'm Doug Gottlieb, filling in for Colin Cowherd. Happy Friday to you. Hope you're great. Hope you're ready for a big weekend. The world is open. I am fully vaccinated. And I'm loving it. Let's get after it. Cowherd with his... Hey, congrats to Cowherd. Followed him on IG. Nailed it on his pick last night. Little gambling pick. Gave you Clippers. Who, uh, you know, kind of dominated late in the game and end up taking the series to a two games to one lead. Of course, this is a these are this is uncharted territory for the Clippers. Uncharted. And outside of, outside of Marcellus Wiley, there's no real like real Clipper fans out there. I grew up in Southern California. And I can just tell you, like, when I was, there's no Clipper fan. We actually had a, this is a true story. When I was in high school, went to Tustin High School, which is in Orange County. That's the county just south of Los Angeles County. You you ever had, like, a scavenger hunt? We kind of did a scavenger hunt one night. We were bored. And so we decided, two cars full of basketball dudes, my high school teammates at Tustin High School. And we decided the first of us to find Clippers gear in any of the sporting goods shops. 
you know, there's the big fives of the world. And this is before Dick sporting goods or whatever. Um, the first of us to find Clippers gear one, that was basically it. And you know what? We drove around all night and this is mid nineties and early nineties. Right? The Clippers were actually good. Larry Brown was the coach. They went to the playoffs. They had to play in the Anaheim Convention Center because the riots in L.A., like all of these things. But you couldn't find Clipper gear anywhere. Of course, with Kawhi Leonard, all, all thoughts were you could, now all of a sudden they could win a championship. Last year they came up short. They collapsed after three games to one lead. They changed coaches. And this year they've come back from two games to none down in the first two series. And, of course, they promptly hopped out to a two-games-to-none deficit in this series, and they do so without Kawhi Leonard. But a funny thing happened on the way to a Phoenix Suns sweep, right? The Suns win the first two, and they do so without their future Hall of Fame point guard, Chris Paul. You add in Chris Paul, and, and here's, here's the simple takeaway. In math, addition is addition. In math, subtraction is subtraction. In sports, there's addition by subtraction and subtraction by addition. It doesn't make any sense in a mathematical uh, problem, right? I mean, like, look, I try and tell people all the time. Do you guys know what the transitive property is? Right, the, the, the transitive property. No? You're like, wait, I was told there would be no math. See, Cowherd, Cowherd's... Coward's analogies are so much easier to follow. Okay, but just stick with me for a second here, okay? So, the, the transitive property. Okay? So, go ahead, look it up. Transitive property is, is, is if A equals B and B equals C, well then, A must equal C, right? That's simple math. Or, here's an easier way. If the Suns are better in two different games than the Clippers without Chris Paul. And look, there are players you can add to any of your rosters or whatever. If the, if the Suns are, 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 are a better franchise this year because of the addition of Chris Paul. Like, do I think Devin Booker's a star? Absolutely. Do I think DeAndre Ayton's coming into his own? Sure. Sure. Um, you know, the addition of Jay Crowder gives the perfect amount of versatility, toughness. Occasionally it's a shot. He made a great pass, obviously, the other night. Mikhail Bridges, a hybrid three and D player, can guard anybody, stand in the corner, make a three, like all of it. But it all comes together when you have a quality coach like Monty Williams and you have point guard play in Chris Paul. Chris Paul's a two-way player. He's a tremendous defender. He's a pass first point guard. He makes people better. Yada, yada, yada. I, I do believe I have listened to Colin's show in which he said Chris Paul should be the MVP of the entire NBA. Am I, am I right? I'm, I'm getting nods from everybody in the show. Okay, so if you add, it's not just an MVP candidate or by Colin's estimation, the most valuable player in the league and somebody who makes everybody else better and plays both ends. Well, I mean, like the transitive property should tell you that if, you're better with Chris Paul. You beat the Clippers without Chris Paul. You add Chris Paul. You should be better. That that it's addition, right? It's not just the transitive property. It's simple addition. Right? If three is greater than two, well, then you add four. Four is all still greater than two. That ain't the way sports works, bro. That just isn't. Chris Paul screwed the whole thing up. And when I say he screwed up, it wasn't just he shot poorly. The pace is different. The shots are different. The style of play is, the matchups are different. And you had the Clippers reeling. In, in the grand scheme of things, Chris Paul doesn't make the Suns worse as a franchise. But within the context of a series, the only real change was Chris Paul and the Clippers were the better team, despite the fact that the Suns had better talent in game three than they had in game two. He only made 26% of his shots. He was a minus 15 and plus minus. He scored 15 points. This was Chris Paul describing why they lost and how he played.
They all played us tonight. Uh, we didn't make shots. Uh, you could tell they had, you know, a lot more energy. I got to be better. I shot terrible. I got to pick up the pace. We'll be ready game four. And and I have, I have no doubt that you can have a bad game. No doubt that you can have a bad game. You can be a great player and have a bad game. But the thing that's unique about sports is addition is not always addition. And subtraction is not always subtraction. Right? It's just odd. If you've coached, if you've played, if you've been around it enough, sometimes getting rid of one guy makes everybody else better. And sometimes adding one guy no matter how talented that guy is, no matter how much he tries to make everybody better, no matter how much he plays defense, it screws things up. Think about that for a second. The Clippers are without probably the second best player in the league. I think Kevin Durant's the best. Kawhi Leonard's the second best. They're without the second best player in the league. He plays both ends of the floor. And I don't think they're better, but they're uh, Paul George playing better. But and and I don't think grand scheme of things, again, it's addition by subtraction that they would be better throughout the season. They would be better throughout the playoffs if you didn't have Kawhi Leonard. But there is something to Reggie Jackson being able to emerge because there's more shots and more opportunities. Right? Luke Kennard and Patrick Beverly and and like all of their roles change. And that you heard Chris Paul talk about energy. I mean, think about your energy if you go to an arena. If you know that Kawhi and Paul George are going to take somewhere in the neighborhood of 45 to 50 shots. And you might get a couple of looks. Now you take Kawhi out no matter how much you, you know your team isn't as strong. But your role is going to be made to be more important and more involved. You're going to play harder. You're probably going to play better. Maybe even play above your level. Cameron Payne had kind of dominated this series. Campaign was seen as a, as a bust, as a guy who was drafted to be a starting point guard and could never, never evolve into that. He, they were playing faster. He was attacking the glass. He wasn't the mid-range shooter that Chris Paul is. And, and I don't know, listen, I understand, I, I, look, dude, I've turned into radio shows and listened to fill-in dudes all the time, and I get it. You're like, I don't know this guy. You may know me when I, my show is 12 to 3 Pacific, 3 to 6 Eastern time, the Doug Gottlieb show. There's also the All Ball podcast. Me and Fran Fraschilla this week broke down all the topics in the NBA. But if you don't know me, I was a Chris Paul fan before it was cool to be a Chris Paul fan, right? It's like my... My uh, my infatuation with the way Chris Paul plays is like, remember, if you, it, it, here's an here's example. My brother was in college at Drake. Okay, Drake is a school in Des Moines, Iowa. He went to see Big Head Todd and the Monsters in um, the fall of 1994. And he called me from the show and he's like, dude, go down to the record store Okay, and get this CD. It's Hootie and the Blowfish. They're awesome. They opened for Big Head Todd and the Monsters. They're going to be the next big thing. Like, dude, I'm telling you, his name's Greg Gottlieb. He's my brother, and he called it in 94. He was like, they're going to be the next big thing. And you know what? They were the biggest thing on earth. Right? Like, that's how I was about Chris Paul. Part of it is Chris Paul plays point guard as a former point guard, the way I wish I could have played, right? He does all the things that I could do, only does them a lot better. <laughs> he's just, he's awesome. He's a point God. So this is not even me telling you I think Chris Paul stinks or he's overrated. He's not. He's rightfully rated. He is a first ballot. As soon as he retires and he's eligible, put him in the Hall of Fame. And I do believe that there will be a moment, whether it's in this series or maybe in the next series, where you will see the real Chris Paul. And I'm, I'm hoping for him, a guy who he's been hurt, he's been in some dysfunctional situations, gets a chance to compete for a championship.
But sports is not math. Okay? Sports is life. You ever heard less is more? Right? More is not more. Less is more. The transitive property, A equals B, B equals C, A must, it doesn't work in sports. In sports, there's addition by subtraction and there's subtraction by addition. The Suns were better before they added Chris Paul. And now, as I told you, a series doesn't start with the Clippers until they're down 0-2. All right. Was it the addition of Chris Paul? Do you go back to Cameron Payne because of the matchups? What does Monty Williams do? And, and, and oh yeah, by the way, what do we make of playoff P? NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's terrible. He's a choker. No way he scores nine points. You know, know that he misses two free throws. Know that he plays great in game three. What do we make of Paul George? Amino Asano will join us upcoming next. We'll get his take on these Suns, these Clippers. And oh yeah, by the way, how do you stop Trey Young with all the pressure on the Bucks tonight? That's next. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about nine or ten, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Casper's 4th of July sale is here and they're celebrating the bed, white, and blue with up to 30% off bundles, mattresses, and more. Enjoy some of the best products from a great price when you shop at the best-selling bundle. Exclusions apply. See casper.com slash promo for offer details and end date. Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. This is The Herd. Hope you're having a great Friday. Enjoying an unbelievable, uh, I believe, just truly, truly enjoyable uh, postseason of NBA hoops. I mean, El Hassan, of course, former member of the Suns front office, and you can hear his work in the Metal Arc Media Network. He joins us here in the herd on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I mean, uh, first, hope, hope you're doing well. Um, I I uh, hypothesized that last night was simple subtraction by addition, right? Like the Suns are rolling, campaigns playing great. I love Chris Paul. He's as a former point guard. That's how I wanted to play at the highest level, right? But it felt like he screwed him up last night and pace of play, style of shots, just like the whole thing. Is that, is that a fair statement for what went wrong for the Suns? Uh, I think a couple of things happened. First of all, obviously, Chris Paul, he's, he's been off the court for 11 days away from his team. There was going to be some amount of rust and lack of timing going on there. I think Devin Booker, playing with a mask, people kind of underestimate how difficult that is to do, how bothersome a mask is. And I'm not, not taking anything away from the Clippers, but obviously Devin Booker was not comfortable with sure. that thing on his face. And then, and then again, I, you got, then you got to give credit to the Clippers. They defended. They, they defended with a lot of purpose and a lot more energy than they did in the first two games. I don't know what everyone's going to say. Like, well, I mean, they almost won those two games. They had a chance to win those two games. Yeah, but there was a certain lackadaisical 
vibe to them that has been consistent throughout these playoffs in the first two series. They start off too cool for school, and then they get they smell the toast burning, and they, they, they play harder. And that's what happened in Game 3. I think the Clippers played a lot harder with a lot more purpose and, and were forceful with their defensive scheme. Um, do you remember a player named Jorge Gutierrez in your time in the league? Of course, from Cal. Okay, yeah. So my brother recruited him to Cal, right? And when my brother first, my brother was at San Diego State under Steve Fisher for eight years. And when he first got to Cal, he's like, all right, now I'm in the Pac-10, a little higher level recruit. He goes to, goes to Henderson, Nevada, Finley Prep to go to watch workouts. And he's like asking the coaches, like, all right, who should, who should I be looking at? They're like, the Mexican kid with the ponytail. He's like, really? Like, trust me. Okay, trust me. Every game he's in, somebody on the other team wants to fight him, right? And that's a good thing. And Jorge Gutierrez became Pac-10 Player of the Year, obviously played several years in the NBA. I think he's still playing in Mexico. That, that's the Pat Beverly thing, right? Like, he's... I, I don't know if you can win a championship with Pat Bev as your starting guard, right? Because he does have... There, there's a ceiling there in terms of his talent. And, you know, when he gets caught on switches, he's still little. But I do feel like that Pat Beverly, that Devin Booker would, if Devin Booker could put a legal hit out for Pat Beverly in a basketball style, he would do it. It feels like the nuisance that is Pat Beverly is finally starting to have some effect in this series. Yeah, it's funny because typically I've been one who's not quite as enamored with Beverly's antics. I think he's a guy that gets caught up in the ridiculous mano mano that he's going through rather than uh, committing to an overall defensive scheme. I think also that, you know, he's got a, some sort of delusion about him at times when he talks about, like, no one's hard to guard or anything. So usually I'm not amused by it. But last night I watched and I said, holy hell, it's working. He was absolutely in Devin Booker's, under Devin Booker's skin. It worked. All of that talking, all of that uh, kind of, uh, you know, instigation and just being an overall pest and annoyance. It worked. It helped their game plan, and it absolutely helped them win. For one night at least, Patrick Beverly was very successful at being Patrick Beverly. All right, what's the adjustment? I mean, Monty has been amazing at what he's been able to do with this franchise and what they've been able to do in the playoffs. They haven't lost in forever. What do you think the adjustment that – Monty Williams makes heading into game four? Well, I mean, one of the things I think that they need to do is they, they need to do a more concerted effort on Reggie Jackson. Like, I, I don't know how many people walked away from that game last night thinking, Reggie Jackson kind of you know, saved them because they had, uh, they had a lead and they started to blow the lead and things were going the wrong way. And then Reggie Jackson came up big. And that's not the first time in this playoffs that he's done that, where he's hit the timely three where he's gotten all the way to the rim and made the layup when they needed to stop the bleeding. And so I think he's averaging about 18 points. He's shooting 50% from the field, 40% from three. He's having a phenomenal playoff. To me, I think that's a, a concern if I'm Monty Williams. I, I want to be able to get him off the snide, basically, and, and not let him have free reign like that. Uh, I think they're doing a great job on, on Paul George. I wouldn't change a thing right there. And then finally, we just got to get Book going, right? I think Chris Paul is going to be fine. I think that was just kind of the rust of Book needs to get going, and he needs easier shots. What happened in game three that had happened in, in games one and two is that the Clippers forced him out of his comfort zone and made him take tough, contested shots. They got a hand up a lot of times. How many times did he get blocked by, uh, last night? So for me, if I'm, if I'm Monty Williams, I've got to find ways to get booked to his comfort zone, to his kill spots on the floor, and try to get him going. Amino Hassan joining us on the Meadowlark Network. Doug Gottlieb for Colin. This is The Herd. Uh, let me go to the other series um, where, I mean, I, I think there's, there, there's two different things. Let's start with the Trey Young problem. Now you got the pressure on the Bucks. You lost home court advantage. You don't want to go down 0-2. What do you think they do as an adjustment? Because, I mean... <laughs> He was killing them in game. I mean, Trey Young was just doing Trey Young things. Floaters, uh, shimmy threes, getting to the rim, throwing off the backboard alley-oops, way too comfortable. What do the Bucks do? You, you, you just put the nail on the, on the head, right? You hit the nail on the head. 
He was comfortable. He was having fun out there. It's the conference finals. He can't have fun. The first adjustment, get the hell rid of the drop coverage. He's too good of a shooter for you to have your bigs drop back as far as they did. First of all, he uh, uh, the floater that he had going, uh, I believe when they played Milwaukee in the regular season, he shot very poorly on that floater. And that's why they kind of felt comfortable giving him that shot. The reality is he's really good at it on a day-to-day basis. He's one of the best in the league on those little runners and floaters. And so the drop coverage is giving him a nice, clean, open, unobstructed view of the basket on a shot that he's really good at. They've got to be able to get up uh, and meet the, meet the screener at ball level and, and, uh, and uh, co- contain and corral him and force the ball out of his hand. Uh, if Kevin Herter is going to beat us off the dribble, so be it. If Bogdan Bogdanovich, who's clearly not himself, is still dealing with the after effects of that knee injury, if he's going to beat us off the dribble, so be it. But you can't have Trey Young getting clean, wide-open looks at the basket, either from the floaters or from his man getting screened off and the big not meeting him right there. I mean, that shimmy three is so embarrassing. Yes. It's so embarrassing. That, like, you know he's a shooter. How does he get that open? How are so, you, uh, Bobby Portis, lay, laying that far back off him? So do you not play Lopez? Or you not play Lopez when Trey's in the game? No, I think he can. I think Brooke can move out there. And if he gets beat, here's the thing. If he gets beat, if, if Brooke comes you out to meet him, yeah. at, at, then you got to rotate, right? Yeah. Now, ideally, you, you don't even let it get to that point. You are trapping him and getting yeah. the ball out of his hands early. Yeah. But the reality is they basically played the defense. If Trey Young could have picked any defense in the world he'd want to play against, it would be yeah. that. Like The only way it could get worse is if Drew was going under on the screen. Maybe yeah. that would have been easier for Trey Young. <laughs> So, so, but, but, but this is the flaw to Bud, though, right? Is that Bud is not, yeah. he has not shown himself to be a huge change adjustment guy. He has been a, we are who we are. We, and, and I also think not having DiVincenzo hurts them some as well. But, but I, he, that, that's one of the things, the criticisms that's been fair about Budenholzer. He didn't really adjust with the Nets. He ended up winning playing big. I mean, he survived despite the fact the Nets didn't have one and a half of their stars. But isn't that a fair criticism of Bud in the past is that he has not really been a, an adjustment guy? Yeah, I mean, that, that is the main criticism of him. That he is not willing. And that's, by the way, that's not because he's not good at it. It is literally a philosophy of his. We don't adjust. Our game, if we do what we're supposed to do, it doesn't matter what they do, they can't beat us. That is a, yeah. that is a Bud kind of approach. And so the problem I was on I was on NBA radio with Zach Harper earlier this morning and we were talking about it will Bud make an adjustment and the problem is I think Trey shot one for seven yeah. uh, at the end of that game and zero for four on his threes I believe Bud's probably sitting back and said see ya I told you like it, <laughs> he can't keep doing that forever but the reality is that second half uh, that that one for seven is probably less indicative of what Trey would do against that kind of defense than that first half was. And so I, I, I keep going back to, man, if you're going to play the defense that this guy probably wants to see, you're kind of doing the playoffs wrong. Like, like that's not the chess move. I, I, I tend to agree. I'll tell you the other part that, and I'm, I'm watching Marcus Johnson on, on Twitter. Of course, he calls Bucks games as an analyst for the Bally's Network, is they got killed on the boards, right? I mean, if you're going to have Lopez in there and Giannis in there and P.J. Tucker in there, you can't be giving up run to rebounds for John. Like these guys, they got extra shots. They didn't. The Atlanta didn't even shoot the basketball well, but they got too many opportunities because they didn't rebound well. Yeah, and, and that's that's a non-negotiable, right? Even if you go small as Milwaukee, because small for Milwaukee is Giannis at the five and what Middleton at the four. Those are big guys. Those aren't little guys trying to right. masquerade, you know, and and play a position up. Those are large human beings playing that, and I think. That brings me to the other thing is that I didn't think they hunted uh, Trey Young enough on the other end. Uh, they, they didn't, I mean, and the time they got the switch, they didn't do anything about it, right? Like, yeah, Giannis shooting a fadeaway, uh, you know, 13, 14 feet away from uh, where he's got Trey Young on it. That can't be. He's got to get punished for being out there. Physically, he can't guard anybody on the floor, one through five from Milwaukee. So I think the Bucks need to do a better job of that and a better job of testing Bogdanovich. Again, this is a guy who's coming off of a, a pretty bad knee injury. Uh, 
make him test it. Make it see. Make him see if he can stay in front of somebody. And then finally, Chris Middleton. Oh, look, 23 shots and only four free throw attempts. That can't be. He had 17 shots outside of the paint. And I, I believe he missed every single last one of them. Right. That can't be. You got to get him in the paint at, at, for nothing else, just to get fouled and get to the free throw line and maybe see the ball go through the hoop a couple of times. He who makes the most layups usually wins. Amino Asin joining us here. Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. This is The Herd. All right, I want to play for you something that Jalen Rose said yesterday that a lot of that that we're all kind of reacting to this was jalen on his radio show i believe kevin love is on the team because of tokenism don't be scared to make an all-black team representing the united states of america i'm disappointed by that anybody that watched the league this year knows kevin love did not have a stellar season was not the best player on his team and did not necessarily deserve to be on this squad okay so look his his critique of Kevin Love and his season is absolutely fair, okay? And the idea of the token white guy has been a thing going back to the 70s and 80s in the league. Uh, but do you believe, and, and, and I'm open to the discussion about it, uh, but do you believe that that's the case? That's why Kevin Love is on USA Basketball. I, I I don't agree with Jalen, and I think the thing to keep in mind is is the context of who's making the selection, Jerry Colangelo. Two things that Mr. Colangelo has done since he's taken over USA Basketball. One is they've not always gone for the best of the best. And someone says, oh, well, what sense does that make? Well, they understood, based on the failures of prior USA Basketball teams, is that if you have a team of all-stars, it's hard to figure out who's going to defer, who's not going to be a star on this one, who's going to be just the guy to fill in the role. That's how you get Tayshaun Prince on Team USA. That's how you get Mason Plumley on Team USA, Derek White on Team USA. It's because you need someone who's okay with maybe not getting as much touches as I usually get, or maybe not, or maybe just being a, or, or a, a not, or maybe now. not playing. Or maybe, or maybe like, not playing exactly. Like like hey, maybe. we might not we might not play. You can be over there. Are you are you going to have are you gonna be as into it if you're not playing? And it's I also situational guy, right? Right. plus plus they're also like look, you pointed out Plumley, part of that is the Duke thing with Coach K and there's relationships there, but also he'd been a part of USA basketball before. That's Kevin that Love is second point. No, Go ahead, I'm no, sorry. No, go ahead, that go. Was, no, no. That was the second point, which is uh Mr. Colangelo frequently rewards people who have served before, right? They like to go back to the well for guys who have the experience, who have been there, and were good soldiers the first time around because they don't want guys to come in and, like you said, kind of be complaining. Well, I thought it was going to be one thing. You saw what happened with De'Aaron Fox a couple of years ago for the World Cup where he was kind of missed by his lack of playing time, and then he ends up saying, oh, I got to go. You know, I I have to get ready for this season because we're going to make the playoffs even though his teammate Harrison Barnes was on Team USA. And that's, that's a, the duality there of, A, you want people who can accept the role, and, B, you reward people who have done it before because you know they can accept the role. Yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I just think it's a bad look to, to fall back on the it's racial thing, especially in a sport like basketball where that, 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 that's a, it's, it's a hard one, and I, it, it also, like, imagine if you're Kevin Love and you hear that. You're like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm giving up my summer here? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, I think, I think like, like you said at the beginning, like, Jalen has a point, and what he's talking about is real. This isn't yes. something made up or fictitious. Correct. It's just that this is a bad example uh, to I, use. Do you, to look, you, you, but you, you've been in NBA front office. Does tokenism still mm-hmm. happen? I believe so. I absolutely believe so. Now it's been a while for me because I've been it's been almost or man it's been a decade since I was in a front office but I believe yes that it absolutely happens and it doesn't always happen in the way you think it is where it's like hey we need a white guy usually it's hey we need a guy and he's rep by this guy who reps the other guy and that couldn't hurt and you know what him you know giving something that the quote unquote home fans can feel comfortable about doesn't hurt either so it's no, never I, a deciding factor, but it is a factor, I believe, sometimes in the decisions that we make at the end of rosters. 
I mean, great stuff, man. Look forward to your next piece in the Metal, Metal Arc uh, Media Network. Thanks so much for joining us in the herd. Thanks a lot, Doug. All right, that was that was, that was a it's a good, thoughtful discussion. Let's get to Ryan Music with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Good morning, Doug. What up, Ryan? Happy little reunion. Always good to be with you. A plenty of great NBA discussion there with uh, you and Amin. And we're going to do a little bit of NFL here. So pro football focus all week long in increments of 10 have released their top 50 players uh, in the NFL. No positional value, just strictly how they evaluate each player based off of how good they are. Um, So the top 10 came out today. Number one was Aaron Donald. And then I'll save you the rest. We'll just talk some quarterbacks here. Number two was Patrick Mahomes. Number seven was Tom Brady. And number 10 was Aaron Rodgers. Now, this is based on last year? It's a combination of how they performed last year and where they think they'll be in 2021. That's a horrible list. (laughs) It's a horrible list. Like, look, I, I understand the intangibles of Tom Brady. The guy just figures out a way to win. And when he walks in that building in Tampa where they haven't won anything since they really won the Super Bowl, right? I mean, I, I get it. Right? But Aaron Rodgers was the best quarterback in the league last year. They had the best offense in the league. And uh, uh, if you watch the game, t- Tom Brady's opening drive was incredible. The last throw of the first half was remarkable. Part of it was, I don't know... What the cornerback was doing, I don't know. I don't understand the defensive play call. That said, he threw three picks in the second half. They 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 won despite not because of him. Like, who really thinks Tom Brady is still the third best, the second best quarterback in the league? I'll give you nobody. A, a, and and they're supposed to be a by the numbers, and they're projecting <laughs> he's going to get better this year in his forties. This this is this their, makes the whole list erroneous. Erroneous on all accounts. Erroneous. Uh, This was their short description of Brady, and then I will read you Rodgers. The seven-time Super Bowl champion did this in his first season with a completely new team, a brand new offensive scheme for the first time in two decades, with no preseason to work through the issues that would usually be present. Brady is still as good as any quarterback in the game. The only question is how long can he keep defying time? And Aaron Rodgers, they said... Rodgers would have been slipping down this list a season ago, but perhaps motivated by the team drafting his successor, he not only went out and had the best season of his career, he put on one of the best single-season performances we have ever seen. Rodgers led the NFL with a PFF. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast 
on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Passing grade of 94.3. He came away with 48 touchdowns along with the highest big-time throw rate in the league with just five interceptions, the second lowest turnover-worthy play rate working okay, so, against so him. What, but, what, okay, so how? the only person who had a better turnover-worthy play rate by their analysis was Tom Brady. So maybe okay. that's why they ranked Brady ahead of Rodgers. He had turnovers in the NFC Championship game. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I get it. Like I like Tom Brady. The whole thing. And Tom Brady, by the way, uh, the 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 whole thing in the off season has been incredible. Making fun of himself for the fourth down thing. You know, the golf match, which is coming up this weekend, is awesome. Like all this. Like I, there's no negatives to Tom Brady. Getting hammered. I mean, getting just, you know what, canned at the victory parade is amazing getting white boy wasted the victory parade and throwing the lombardi trophy is incredible but nobody actually thinks he's better than aaron Rodgers right now in terms of you know pro football focus is not supposed to be about feelings it's supposed to be about facts that's a hard <laughs> one that makes the whole list call into question although they have aaron donald the best player in the league which that is that hard does that does lend some credence that they yeah. did name the most dominant player in the nfl the best player and doug i'm just going to tease ahead a little bit we have got a great, great Kevin Durant story coming up next hour in the Ooh. in the Herdline News. That's the news. Ooh. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herdline News. So Amin Hassan and I discussed what Jalen Rose said. I will tell you, by my estimation, why Kevin Love is on Team USA representing our country, despite the fact he had his worst season as a pro. That's next in the Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. 
From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. This is The Herd, Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app. So I'm going I'm to play for you the sound again that you may have heard and uh, people have taken in and kind of uh, run with it. And uh, we'll have kind of an open, a little bit of open discussion about it. I thought Amin El-Hassan, who joined us from the Meadowlark Network, who used to work, obviously, at ESPN. I used to work at ESPN. Um, uh, had had some, some very interesting thoughts. I... I We'll get to in a second, okay? Uh, summer's here. Get active shed pounds with M-Drive Boost and Burn, the supplement that helps you look and feel good. Visit mdrive.com for men. Well, excuse me, mdriveformen.com for free shipping and 60-day guarantee. Refind your prime with M-Drive. This was Jalen Rose talking about Kevin Love making the USA basketball roster. Kevin Love is on the team because of tokenism. Don't be scared to make an all-black team representing the United States of America. I'm disappointed by that. Anybody that watched the league this year knows Kevin Love did not have a stellar season, was not the best player on his team, and did not necessarily... Tokenism. Okay, that, that's what he... Kevin Love is only on the team because of tokenism. Okay, that, that's what he... Kevin Love is... Is only on the team because of tokenism. Okay, that, that's what he led with. Okay, then he said he didn't have a good season. It's fair. Okay, good season. Uh, wasn't the best player on his team. Okay, it's arguable, right? I mean, he, wasn't the, he didn't have the best season, but his team was a mess. They stunk. Um, and then he said, I believe at the end, that it, it could be why he was on the team, right? Like, he started strong and then tried to support it. But the, the whole thing, the whole thing's honestly offensive and I'm never offended. I'm like the least, I'm one of those guys is like, really? That's offensive. Like, I don't, I struggle to find things that are offensive, but it's offensive to say Kevin Love and, and look, he's not wrong. Kevin Love did not have a good year. He's talked about struggling with mental health. Um, he, he wasn't physically healthy the entire season. That thing is a, disaster but here's the first thing this is the this is the the big part that we need to take a breath and think about tokenism has happened in basketball now i don't believe what amin el hassan labeled as tokenism is tokenism because in the nba you get favors there are favors Second round picks are drafted in the second round oftentimes because of a favor. An agent reps the guy that you want to have. So you draft that guy to take care of the agent so that the free agent that you're going to sign already has kind of a working conversation with you and there's good feelings and good vibes. That really happens. Look, I'll be honest with you. I was in the Lakers uh, summer league team one year and I was at a, a free agent vet mini camp three different times. It wasn't because it was tokenism. It was because my dad was Tex Winner's assistant at Long Beach State. Tex Winner was 
basically the offensive coordinator, the genius behind the triangle offense, right? So texted me a solid. He liked me as a player. He liked me as a person. He liked my dad. I'm from Southern California. They don't have to fly me in. Although one time I had to fly in from Italy when I was playing to, to, because I wanted a shot to play with the Lakers. And I didn't make it. I got beat out the first year by Mike Pemberthy uh, and then by Joe Crispin and Mike Pemberthy. And, and it was because they were, not because they were white, but because they were better shooters. They were better fits for the triangle offense. For the third point guard, with the L.A. Lakers, they need a dude who could just stand out there 35 feet from the basket, and if they got it, lace it and splash it. That's it. So I, I know what, what Amin is talking about, but a favor is not tokenism. Tokenism is, boy. Like there actually used to be a discussion in basketball. You haven't heard this anywhere, okay? There used to be a discussion in basketball, in college basketball, there used to be a pushback over how many black, how many black players did you play? Three at home, four on the road, and five when you're in deep doo doo. That was that's an actual basketball phrase from the 1970s. We're in 2021. USA basketball, coached by Greg Popovich, who, without any question, is the most woke coach in the history of woke coaches. Do you think for one second he's like, you know, let's, we got to add a white guy, or maybe, or maybe they needed a guy like. Who had a better season, Julius Randle or Kevin Love? Well, Julius Randle, it's not close. But who's a better shooter? Kevin Love. Who's played international basketball for Team USA before? Kevin Love. Who's going to adjust to, hey man, listen, we just need you for two or four minutes here. Go in, bang around. Kevin Love. You have to build a team. And, And this is no different than Steve Nash getting the Nets head coaching job. Why did he get it? He's close friends with the GM. And he can relate to the players because he was a superstar in his own right. So if there's anybody on earth who can try and relate to Kyrie Irving and speak to his sensibilities of what it's like to try and navigate all this stuff, it, it's, it's Steve Nash. And, and look, I, I said this on my radio show and I mean it to be true. I mean, imagine if a, a, a white guy were to say that the only reason a black guy was to get an opportunity was because of tokenism. Like how would, and, and my point is not that, not that Jalen Rose should be fired, but that other guys shouldn't be, it should be a legit discussion. All right, more to come. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the herd. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.